0: 2023 was by far the warmest year on record globally. (music) NOAA, NASA, and European datasets all confirm the numbers. And that means the 10 warmest years on record globally are the past 10 years. So how do climate scientists explain this unprecedented warming trend? Jared Rennie keeps track of the numbers for NOAA. He's a research scientist with NOAA's National Centers for Environmental Information. Hey, Jared, welcome to Climate Cast. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Tell us what you think the data tells us about Earth's climate system.
1: 2023 is interesting because not only is it the warmest year, we beat the record of 2016 by about three tenths of a degree. Now, three tenths of a degree, you know, may not sound like a big number to people, but we have to remember that it's globally. The global average is about 0.3 higher than the last record. And that's pretty substantial when you look at regional impacts of heat waves and
0: such. So let's talk about what might be driving these global temperatures. There's greenhouse gases and climate change. We know that there's this current super El Nino, the extremely warm, tropical Pacific ocean temperatures. And there's talk of changes in aerosol outputs from shipping in the oceans. How can we attribute these as factors to global temperatures?
1: Yeah, it's hard to really pinpoint one specific thing just because the atmosphere is a three-dimensional fluid and there's lots of things going on. Like you mentioned, the input of greenhouse gases, uh, volcanic eruptions that happened in 2022. So there's lots of different things happening. I think what's really interesting is that... El Nino is certainly a big factor. Uh, we had a three-year La Nina, but it ended last year, and we switched over to El Nino. Typically, when, when you have an El Nino, you have warmer temperatures globally, and you get the record-breaking years. So the big El Ninos of, let's say, 2015, 2016, and even back in the 90s, 1997, 1998. What's interesting this time around is that typically we have a three to four month lag between the start of an an El Nino period and seeing warmer temperatures. But we didn't see that. It was pretty abrupt. And it's really hard right now to sort of pinpoint as to where that came from. We need about another year or two of data to kind of really figure out what exactly is going on.
0: And we know that this El Nino did kick in in 2023. It looks like it'll last into at least the first part of 2024. Could that help boost global temperatures in 2024? There's certainly a chance. Again, there's lots of factors that go in. Um, but the uh, NOAA,
1: the Climate Prediction Center, they are looking into you know, the next few months and they are sort of predicting the El Nino to continue. And so it can exacerbate the temperatures. So we'll, we'll have to see how things go over the past few months.
0: Jared, we talk about these last 10 years as the hottest 10 years on record globally. That's never happened before in the temperature records going back to 1850. I see many scientists looking at proxy data saying maybe these are the warmest years in the last several hundred thousand to million years. Is there any reason with what you look at to think that this trend won't continue going forward for the next 10 years? There's a lot that we're not sure of, you know, we can't,
1: we can't exactly predict what the temperatures are going to be specifically, let's say in April of 2026. That's not our realm, nor is anyone really doing that. What we do instead is we kind of sort of generalize how the atmosphere works over the next few decades. And for the recently released national climate assessment, most of the U.S. are going to experience, generally speaking, warmer temperatures throughout the rest of the century all the way to the year 2100. Now that could mean a couple things. It could mean more heat waves for areas of the Midwest. Increased temperatures could, you ha- you can hold more moisture in the atmosphere. So that can relate to not necessarily more rainfall, but more extreme rainfall. So those are sort of things that we have to look out for over the next 10, 20 years.
0: Jared Rennie, a research scientist with NOAA's National Centers for Environmental Information. Thank you so much for sharing your perspective on ClimateCast today. Thank you so much. 11 years ago when we started Cast on NPR News, there was still some debate about how fast climate change would impact global temperatures. Well, not anymore. The last decade is now the warmest decade on record and likely the warmest in at least several thousand years. Now, the focus is increasingly on cost-effective climate solutions. That's Climate Cast. I'm NPR News Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutton.